Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I have some life updates for you. And it's a life update I did not anticipate, to be quite honest. One that I am still mulling through, processing, if you will. And one that has not been the easiest to accept. About two weeks ago, I got some blood work back, and I have officially been diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's an autoimmune disease where basically your thyroid can kind of bounce into hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. It kind of bounces into both. And... It's been a hard one. It's been a real hard one to swallow. Last summer, well, maybe I should take you back even farther than last summer. So during my move to Texas in 2018, I was taking care of the kids, selling the house, packing up the house. I was doing it all myself. Eli was still under two. I was still gaining back my body from having a baby and working out and all the different things. Jonathan moved to Texas a month early, partly to start his new job, but also because he was ready to escape all the emotions that came with still being in New Orleans. And one day in the midst of our move, like literally we had pods show up at the house and we had movers come for two days to move everything into the pods. I had a gift card left over from my favorite spa in New Orleans. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call and see. And they had like back to back to back services. They had a facial and a massage and a pedicure. And I was like, well, like let's gift myself the in-between day of moving. Like let's, you know, gift me, you know, some spa time. So I dropped the boys off at school and went and worked out. And then I didn't know that I was going to the spa. It just kind of like happened on a whim. And I didn't bring like a protein bar. I didn't bring anything with me. And that was probably one of my biggest mistakes along the lines of not taking care of myself during the move and basically 
similar to what I tell you of like, I was that mom eating the leftover macaroni and cheese on my kid's plate. Like I was not putting myself first, especially at that time. And I got my facial, then my massage. And while I was sitting, getting my pedicure, all of a sudden I asked the lady who was doing my toes, I said, excuse me, do you have anything like a, like a protein bar? I'm feeling a little faint. I'm not feeling well. And she was like, hold on, let me go check. So by the time she gets back, I am not kidding you. This would probably be one of the most hands down, most mortifying moments of my entire life to this day. By the time she comes back, I'm literally between the wall and the pedicure chair, you know, the big chair with the tub and the whole thing. Like I'm literally on the floor. My hands are crunched into tiny balls and I cannot move them. I literally think I'm having a stroke. Like I have no idea what's going on with me. They called an ambulance. My mom was on a girl's trip. Jonathan was not in the state. My dad and I weren't speaking at the time. And I did this all alone. Like I had to have some, the woman next to me call my aunt, tell them where I was going. I needed my aunt to pick up my kids. My uncle helped out. When I first got into the ambulance, the woman looked at me and she said, ma'am, I'm so sorry, but I have to ask, can you tell me about all the bruises all over your body? It was from not getting enough nutrients into my body and also ramming my body into boxes that were all around the house while I was packing. And what happened that night is called hypokalemia, where I had a dangerously low amount of potassium within my system. And fast forward to the following weekend when we moved here to Texas, it happened again in the middle of the night. And it was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And it was probably worse the second time. And so from then on out, I tried to get answers. I went and talked to doctors. I don't know if they did more blood tests on me, but I tried to figure it out. And honestly, 2018 for me is when all of my own work and my own healing journey began for me. I never went anywhere without almonds in my purse and water and electrolyte something and you know, now I do things differently. I don't even use electrolyte packets anymore because there's so much additive shit in there. But something has been going on with me for a really long time. And I promised myself that that would never happen again, ever. And it scared me because I thought, what if, like, what if this happens while I'm driving with the kids? Like, what what happens? And now, clearly, working out, getting a facial, getting massage, hot water with the tub with your feet, like, I did too much, right? I was also packing up my entire house by myself and taking care of two humans at the time. But it happened again and when I got here. And so that was like, ding, 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 something's going on. And that was really, that was really the crux of me saying, I've got to start taking care of myself. I cannot put myself at the bottom of the totem pole any longer. Fast forward many, many years to February of last year, 2022. I got the stomach bug. How do I know I got the stomach bug? Because when I got home from the hospital, 
Yes, I'll reverse back. I'll reverse engineer the story. But when I got home from the hospital, Eli was laying on Lolo on the couch and she was like, he's been up all night throwing up. So I all of a sudden got very sick before I went to bed and I ended up having to call an ambulance and go back to the hospital. And they said again that I had, I actually knew it was happening because my hands were curling in again. And they said again, I had hypokalemia and I will never forget. I've shared the story on my page before, and there's a wonderful man who he and I keep in touch and we chat back and forth in DMs. He actually lost his wife to hypokalemia. So this is no joke. And he has been a wonderful reminder to me of like, this is not a joke and you need to take this seriously and take care of yourself. And so of course I'm on vitamins and all the different things and making sure I'm getting enough intake of potassium and all the different things. But after February, again, years later, and again, after promising myself this would absolutely never happen again, it happened. And I was devastated. And I'm glad that it happened in a way because it allowed me to very much slow down and be like, okay, Brooke, like we got a ding, ding, check back in with your health. Also, I know that the stomach bug did not help that circumstance, just like me working out and massaging and all the different things that didn't help either that day. But from that, it was really time to start digging into my system a little bit more. I got some blood work done. And last year in the summer, it showed that my doctor said, oh, you have Hashimoto's, but it's in remission. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? What are you talking about? It's in remission. Well, do I have it? Do I not? She's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's no big deal. Like it looks like it's great. And I was like, okay. Now, one thing to note at that time is I was primarily plant-based. I was taking such a careful look at everything that went into my body. And I was really doing a lot of the nervous system work surrounding food. You know, I discuss emotional eating and all the different things. A lot of the things that I bring to you all is also the work I've done on myself individually over time. And that was one area that I was truly, truly working on. For the record, I do not eat gluten. I do not eat dairy. I have introduced meat back into my diet. However, now with this new diagnosis, based on when my numbers a year ago were in remission, it is something I'm diving deeper into and I may end up back going back to plant-based. And I will let you know, cause I'm sure there's a million of you who are probably like, I have Hashimoto's too. Or like, what's working for you? Or, oh, this worked for me. And so I will let you know how this goes along my journey. My numbers are still relatively low, but it's something that I may look into. So from last summer, when I had that blood test, I would say it was eating a little bit more clean. Also, we were kind of still all just getting back out into the world. And so I was mostly making all of my food at home. Now, as the year has gone on, I have slowly integrated other things into my intake. I was very strict. No corn, no dairies, no eggs, no meat, no real refined sugar at all, um, no oils, except for like coconut oil. I was, and it was easy for me to do that at home. And I felt better than I ever have. My skin was better. Like I had no digestion issues. I was 
it was wonderful. And it absolutely, I'm like a faux believer. It worked for me. But as the year went on, I also am not one that's so strict that can't give and take a little. Like you, there has to be a balance with everything. And so I live in Texas, like chips and salsa is everywhere. And, you know, when I wanted it or queso with this or that, I, I would integrate it back in. Now, again, I don't know if this is what led me to my higher numbers. I'm, again, going to start figuring that out now. But in April, something hit. I either had a virus or I had a something. We weren't quite sure what it was. But I was really uncomfortable. And ever since April, my menstrual cycle has been extremely off. Um, I would say I'm at this point two weeks on, two weeks off, or maybe even a week at this point off. And that has never happened to me in my life. And all of a sudden from that virus or whatever was going on with me, I have extreme, extreme brain fog. I will be on calls with my team and I'm like, you know that what's what? And they're like, her name is Angela. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do I not like, we all know her name. Like, how did I like, it's, it's been very, very bad. And I, to the point where I've noticed it to be like, my brain is not functioning. It's not working. Something is going on. And when my menstrual cycle did not get better as well as the brain fog, I was like, it's time to go in again and get some blood tests. And so I did. And now we are at where we're at. Um, I have to tell you that this has been, damn it, this has not been easy to swallow. And I'll tell you why. I would like to, at this point, consider myself an expert on the nervous system. And I would like to consider myself one who knows so much. And I tell you, I, I practice what I preach. I am constantly taking care of myself. I am constantly giving myself what I need. And I have done so much work within myself internally in order to support myself through the loss of Jonathan and to support myself through being a parent as a widow and support myself through also having such incredible high aspirations and dreams career-wise for myself. And these are things that I've always wanted and longed for. And I have created the life that I've wanted, but also take care of my, taking care of myself all along the way and really pride myself on that. And I feel like, yes, this is a story, right? And this is Brooke moving through grief and kind of processing this now in my life. Um, I feel like I have worked so hard to get to where I am emotionally, physically, mentally, and I'm so proud of that person. And I'm so thrilled that I get to support you every single day into learning all of this as well and gaining this knowledge for yourself and becoming more mentally healthy and clear humans. And while all the books Yes, I've gone down the rabbit hole. Of course, Dr. B has gone into read it mode and knowledge mode because with knowledge comes power. But I can't believe that I've worked so hard to heal and get to where I am. And yet I have so much more to do now. And I'm bummed. I am super, super bummed. And 
I know that I talked to you about medication and I do feel that every single human has the right to decide. There is not a wrong choice whether you take any type of medication or not, but I can't tell you the last time that I took an Advil. I am so careful with everything that I put into my system and I'm cautious because if I have a headache, I say, okay, do I need an aspirin or do I need to rest and drink water? Right? Like I have focused very much so on listening into the behavior of what's going on within my nervous system, my brain and my body to be able to then support it in the way that it needs. All the books, all the books say this is not quote your fault, your meaning mine, but I'm so pissed. Like I'm pissed. I'm angry. I don't want to have to, it took me, for instance, it took me a week and a half to take the pills or pill once a day that my doctor has prescribed to me. Um, for those of you curious, it's called LDN, um, a very low dose. I am not taking any thyroid medication at the moment, meaning my thyroid is still producing um, what it needs to produce. And I'm, I've, I've gone through a little bit of a lull. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that I have not shown up on stories as much in the past few weeks. And it's because I'm just really trying to soak this in. And now that I have the awareness of what this is, let me tell you about the symptoms that I've been having that I have been naturally taking care of for a really long time. So I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but my breathing is one that cues me immediately that something's going on. If I am short of breath, I'm like, okay, maybe there's some anxiety. Maybe there's some stress. Maybe there's something going on. Maybe you're not sleeping well. Let's take care of ourselves. And along my process, even since 2018, like literally since 2018, I have gone through, if you will, every stimuli. So sound, touch, light, oral motor, all the different things to really listen into each one of them, heal each one of them, and to figure out how my nervous system functions individually of those stimuli and what happens when I'm triggered, what happens when I take care of them, how to support them, how to take care of them, all the different things. And I was at the point where I was truly just listening into the cues that were coming from my body. And it was, it has been recently the breathing. One of the biggest symptoms of Hashimoto's is shortness of breath. And ever since that virus or my menstrual cycle or what, they're calling this a thyroid flare. So I'm guessing that's when it started. We clearly didn't do blood work right away or pre to post, you know, that, that time frame. But my breathing, I've been having a really hard time catching my breath and like taking a full deep breath. And that has been really, really hard. It's, it's exhausting to be quite frank. Um, the fatigue has been pretty bad. I some days feel like I have a backpack on with bricks in my backpack. And when I say that I'm, I'm frustrated and annoyed that I have this, it's, that's where it's like I've done so much work to feel so great in my life and to feel so good, and this I don't have control over. I'm going to try. If you know me, you know I'm going to fucking try. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like... I don't care if I have to eat fucking plants for the rest of my life. Like 
I will do what it takes to figure this out of what works for my own nervous system and for my body to take care of itself. But at the moment, this isn't something, yes, all the books say that I didn't cause. And it's frustrating that even with me putting myself even more first than I have in all the, you know, subsequent or before years and and months, sleep is like the most important thing to me. I'm still feeling short of breath and it's so frustrating. Now, I also mentioned the brain fog. That is just like, I can't even discuss, like, I can't even tell you. I have never, ever, ever had brain fog like this in my life. Like, I don't even know what to do with it. It's, it's again, frustrating. I have also been miserably cold in the last few years. And I'm like, this is getting worse as I'm getting older. And I joke with people. I'm like, I'm turning into my mom because I will in the winter, not the summer, because my room has a lot of windows in it, my bedroom. So my room stays pretty warm during the summer months. But literally in the winter, I fall asleep with a heating pad on top of me. And that's what my mom used to do. And I used to make fun of my mom. And now I do it. And I remember this winter, I took the kids to some light show in the park. And when I tell you my fingertips and my toes were numb and frozen, it was, it was excruciating. And feeling cold is one of the symptoms of Hashimoto's. And so to wrap it up in a pretty bow, I think that I have had a lot of these symptoms for a really long time, but I'm just now getting to the root cause. And that's clearly because I was in somewhat remission for a really, really long time, if all of my life, right? And so now the work begins of how does this look for me? Yes, right now, currently I'm in a flare and I'm fatigued and the breath and all the different things, brain fog. The one thing I can say is I know that it doesn't just stop with having a doctor tell me, hey, this is what it is. Here's some pills. You'll be fine. Like, yeah, it's no big deal. This is the most common one of all the autoimmune system, autoimmune diseases, excuse me. Like, it's fine. It's no big, like, eh. That's not good enough for me. When I find that something is going on within my system, I want to get to the root of it. And I want to be able to understand what will support my brain and body the most. Might it include medication? Sure, it might. And I'm going that route for right now. But I also want to do things to continue learning and growing to be able to support my T3 and T4s and all the different things. And I do believe that I'm sure out of this knowledge will come so much more awareness for me to be able to help you in some form or another. Because while I did feel better as plant-based, there is so much information. Some people are like, it's all about the plants. Some people are like, the plants are dead, even after, like, when you're buying them in the grocery, which is kind of true, which also sucks. And it's just, you can go down a rabbit hole and the water and the this and the, like, and the meat and the this and the that. Like, and some people can say, don't believe this, don't believe that. Well, I've been pretty frustrated with all that information lately of like, someone can, t- someone can tell you something and disprove or, or make you believe or all the different things. 
And now it's time for me to really do some experimenting on what does best suit my body, what does support my adrenal glands, what does support my thyroid, what is supporting my body the most. I have already started looking into modalities to support my nervous system even more, which we will discuss further as all those modalities begin to take place. And this will now be part of my story that I share with you and hopefully share my healing journey of what this looks like and how I am stepping in to support myself even more. And at the end of the day, it first and foremost starts with me unapologetically taking care of myself. And I've said before that when you do not take care of yourself, what ends up happening is your nervous system becomes so dysregulated and in fight or flight that you're building up plaques within your nervous system and long-term chronic illness. That's part of what I'm moving through now is, but I've been regulating myself, but I've been doing all the things and now this is showing up. And again, all the books tell me it's not my fault, but there's also a part in the book that says about 20% of individuals have Hashimoto's or Hashimoto's shows up after a spouse has passed. And so I'm like, well, it's just the gift that keeps on giving, right? Like being widowed and being solo parent and all the things is not for the faint of heart. And so despite what all the books tell me, I'm going to continue taking a look internally at myself of how was I taking care of myself? How was I not taking care of myself? How can I continue doing that? Yes, the little back and forth, you know, devil and angel on my shoulder, one saying this isn't your fault, the other saying, well, I mean, maybe you, you weren't taking care of yourself, you know, that, that back and forth in my brain, yes, that'll settle, but it's a really great reminder of our bodies know what it needs and our bodies will scream it from the rooftops if we don't support it in the way that it's, it's best suited. Yes, some, for some of you, that means no gluten. For some of you, that means being an introvert. For some of you, that means avoiding lots of stimuli. For some of you, that means homeschooling your kids. For some of you, that means, I don't know what. It, it can mean so many different things. Taking time for yourself. You know, requesting time for you. Some of us need more time than others. Solo time. But this is a really great reminder that if we don't have our health, we don't have anything because I have felt the weight of the fatigue the last few weeks and really taking care of myself. I've had the emotional energy even to be able to record this today, but I didn't on Monday. Like I just didn't, but that's okay. And I supported myself exactly where I was at. And so we move forward with the awareness, with more knowledge, more grace, more understanding, more self-love, and more healing. Because at the end of the day, health is the most important thing, mental and physical. 
So take this today as a reminder to slow down, take care of yourself, and until next time, XOXO, Dr. B.